Hi, folks. Welcome to Wildcat Minute, where we talk about High School Musical 2, one minute at a time. I'm Condra. And I'm Tyler. And today we're talking about Minute 61 of High School Musical 2. Minute 61 starts out with Troy making a promise to Gabriella, and ends with Troy telling Chad that it's a closed practice, and he's sorry. That is very interesting, Condra, but I want to ask you, did you say welcome to the Wildcat Minute at the beginning of this episode? I don't know, Tyler. <laughs> the second Eddie, Eddie, so fun fact behind the corner, or f- behind the screen for, for me in particular. Basically, anything that comes out of my mouth during these, I don't remember. So I could say things, and two seconds later, <laughs> I'm not going to remember. That's yeah, why that's- I can never do the running gag thing, because I literally don't remember what I say. That's that's a normal podcast thing where it's like podcast is just like a version of life. And, and it's a, and it's a normal improv thing, too, where it's like you become a different person when you're performing. And yeah, um, but I it's not not normal to say the Wildcat Minute. Like, it, it sounds reasonable. I just thought it was interesting because we've never tried that before. <laughs> anyway, minute 61. Anyway. Yeah. So Troy and Gabrielle are having a bit of a, a heated discussion. It's not a heated, it's not quite a heated discussion. It's more like both sides are being, or or one side is being slightly more dramatic than the other. Yeah, yeah. And this dramaticism is a little irksome because Gabriella really doesn't seem the type, I mean, I guess she could be frustrated that like Troy has been like forgetting some other responsibilities, but like. Everyone just keeps harping on these dang Italian leather <laughs> shoes. And it's not like he is. Like, he's never the one to bring it up. Yeah, that's a good point. It's not like he's been lording his like new successes over people. Like, I'm sorry that I got a promotion and that you did it. Like, he's never said that. He is not doing... Yeah, he unless, like, that's not being shown on camera, which in this case would be bad storytelling. Like, he seems to... Other than he's been hanging out with Sharpay more, but that's his new <laughs> responsibility. And we, like, he obviously he keeps it's saying also he been doesn't like, like it. A day, like, th- th- we got like a montage of him like hanging out with the basketball players and being rude to Chad. It wasn't a montage; it was just like a thing that happened on one. Like, it's been a day. It's like someone can't have a weird day as they are adjusting. Yeah. I guess that's the point of like a teenage brain and everything is yeah. so immediate and like uh, so problematic in <laughs> yeah, the moment. So, Gabriella says, you know, Troy, promise is a really big word. <laughs> I like that in the closed caption promise was in quotation marks. No, I, like, I don't know I if like, you were watching I like the when the captions like know the emphasis on things. Like I, w- I was watching the first five minutes of West Side Story last night. And we watched it together like two weeks ago. Nice. And there's a line early mm-hmm. in the movie where Riff says to Lieutenant Shrank, how tall did you used to be before you, you know, shrank? And they, you know, they put shrank in quotation marks. And line. I'm like, oh, yeah. In order mm-hmm. to explain the, the joke, which is like barely a joke. <laughs> yeah, I actually grew. I had my yearly physical Whoa. and I've grown an inch. I'm like, Yay. when did this happen? Hey, sometimes... I've been the same height since I was nine. (laughs) (laughs) It literally makes no sense. Uh, Well, speaking of character growth. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, 
it makes sense. Like Troy forgot about the staff baseball okay, game. But here, here's that's coming no up. No one at any point has literally ever mentioned this staff baseball game. So unless we're doing this weird experimental limited narrative storytelling thing where we're in Troy's head and things are being sprung on us that we have no idea how to anticipate, and it's American Psycho in here right now. Like, what what what's going on? Like, who cares about this baseball game? You're just telling us about it now. Yeah, that is a really weird, maybe, I mean, we've seen, the, the one deleted scene was re-added, so it's not like, it's a surprise. Well, it's just, they need to make up things for his friends to be mad at him about. Like, what What if what if Troy is also a jerk because of this? But it's like, we haven't seen ev- any evidence of it, and it's weird. Yeah, the movie is really picking on Troy for reasons that the audience can't really get behind, which is interesting. Because Troy is the main character in this movie, and we are really supposed to empathize with him of being confused and like having all these things happen to him and being a little. And it's okay to have like a main character who not only even the type of main character that like starts out a jerk and is somewhat likable, and then you you see them become a good person, like a fantastic Mr. Fox or something like that. But this is like a movie where it's like we start out liking our character, and we can tell that they're a good person. And they go through some hard times and we see them become an even better person. I was thinking about like Clueless, like Cher. Okay, maybe not a great person at the beginning mm. of the movie, but it's like she lives her life and it, she, she's trying to be a good person. And then she realizes some of her privilege and adjusts her behavior. And then she ends the movie improved. And it's okay to have like your Dark Knight of the Soul type like, oh, wow, I really need to sit with who I am. But the way that we're getting there in this movie is so awkward and forced because they're not mentioning the baseball game. We're seeing this weird relationship dynamic between Troy and Gabriella, who in general have been supportive of each other. And now all of a sudden Gabriella's being all indignant and pretentious about Troy becoming a, mm-hmm. a new, it's not just new stuff. It's not, it's not the new stuff. It seems like a new Troy as if he can change that much over the course of a day. I don't know. And she also was like, yeah, you go for these things. Like, go. She was so supportive the last time they hung out. And when he was like, I don't know, this all feels a little weird. And she's like, no, you got to chase chase what's being given to you and stuff. And she's totally taking it back and being like, well, maybe I don't actually support you. And it's like, if it's jealousy over Sharpay, she has explicitly said multiple times in this movie that she's not jealous of Sharpay. So it's like, okay, Gabriella, were you lying earlier than the three times you said it? I don't like being mad at Gabriella either, which is the really frustrating thing because she's a good character. But the script is really doing her dirty here because it's like you're causing drama for a reason that's not really there. Unless it's (laughs) teenage hormone brain, which you can't depict well on screen. It's weird. I don't know if it's Vanessa Hudgens' acting in particular but it's like she's she's using the vocal tone like she's gaslighting him like promise Mm. that's a really big Mm -hmm. word or (laughs) seems like a lot to keep track of troy are you sure you're gonna be able to keep track of it all (laughs) like it's weird like it's a weird tone i kind of wish that troy had the conversation with his dad that he that that conversation that he had he had a very similar one with gabriella but maybe well that's what i was thinking about when i was when i was prepping for this minute i was like we had this conversation with 
Troy's dad about like, you know, you gotta, you, you gotta grow your own wings and stuff, that sort of conversation. And I was like, what if Jack Bolton had that conversation with Chad too? Or what if Chad went home and talked to his parents about his friendship or talked to anyone about it? <laughs> what if Gabriella and Troy actually talked about their feelings? It's awkward. And the other direction I was going is like, oh, what if, you know, we're we're kind of putting the the onus on Troy right now, but what if the story actually is about how Gabriella and Chad and the rest of them need to grow and change and be proud of Troy because of this weird jealousy, not quite understanding that Troy is getting things that he, you know, in some ways have earned and in some ways has the privilege to acquire. But like, what if Gabriella was the one who learned and grew out of this scenario? Like, it's possible. Absolutely. I don't think Troy is being wrong here other than the forgetfulness that comes with like being overwhelmed. And he's not communicating that element very well. He just he just needs to say, like, I'm I'm getting recruited to play on this basketball team and like I can't just like yeah. say no to a like I can't say no to a practice it. session that could get me a, a college scholarship. Like if he were just to say that phrase. Everyone would be like, yo, that's super cool. Like, good luck. And I, it, we'll get to it in the next minute, so I'm not going to go much further. But well, Jason <laughs> being the only sane one in a scene feels well, so really weird. At the, at the end of the minute, what the, the, the setup of the scenario is, all of a sudden, Chad and Jason and Zeke walk out from the kitchen and... Chad says, let's see if Tiger Woods still has a jump shot, which is like a weird mixed metaphor thing because Troy is Tiger Woods and Troy has a jump shot, but Tiger Woods is a golfer. Golfers themselves don't have jump shots, but it's like a funny line. (laughs) And then at the same time, the Red Hawks have also pulled up in like a big SUV and are saying like, hey, Troy, come on, it's time to go. Yeah, it's it's that new versus old <laughs> dynamic, which Troy. Well, I, I wrote down in my notes. Troy has to like mix his friend groups. Like, oh no, I I need to get my my basketball friends to hang out with my theater friends, or like in this case, my older basketball friends to hang out with my younger basketball friends. Yeah, and Chad being like, well, maybe they'll mix it up and like yeah, mix it up on like us. this this janky outdoor basketball hoop. Earlier in the movie, they just talked such a big game about, like, supporting each other in their endeavors and, like, going for the next steps. Like, this job they're doing is for college. Like, having this concept that they're doing something for the future right now and not just living in the moment. And Troy has really taken that to heart. And he is working for his future. And everyone expressed that concern and he's actually trying and maybe there's some jealousy behind like oh i wish i had the bravado troy has to like just be like yeah i'm gonna insert myself in this situation i mean there's an element of privilege there that we have to acknowledge that troy is getting those opportunities because of connections that he has but it's still like and it's because Sharpay has a crush on Troy. Like, if she had a crush on Zeke or Chad or Jason, then she like it would be that. But part of it's that she has a crush not necessarily on Troy, but on like the power and position that he holds as the best basketball player. So like, I don't know, Chad, get good. Like, <laughs> yeah, Chad, be better. <laughs> be in the point guard position, so you are the quasi star of the team. Like, 
Yeah. I, I mean, one has to wonder like what it would be like as a seven or eight year old who was more willing to accept like the plot shortages that we're reacting to here and be like, yeah, they're mm. all right. Troy's a jerk. Like, did, did you think that when you were a kid or? I don't remember. I remember just not liking Sharpay <laughs> a lot. She was too much for me. So I do remember that, but I don't remember like Gabriella's jealousy making sense to me or anything like that. I think it's more a matter of like, and I even as a kid hated <laughs> drama. Like once dr- things got dramatic in my friend groups and stuff, I'd be like, "All right, y'all figure this out. I'll I'll be back in the corner here." And when you figure or, it out, but, like, oh, or even back. like in um, movies when you're like, "Why are these people having a misunderstanding? Like, why don't they just like talk about?" the the problem oh i hate that more than anything i will shut off movies if that starts happening like i have done that before unless, i'm like no nope, unless it's like this pride and dumb. prejudice and you're like and then i'm here like, for it oh this person didn't i love tell this that person, movie but they don't know and who it's dramatic like there's good versions of it and there's bad versions of it absolutely the thing i was thinking about in terms of jealousy and because it does get awkward when people are chasing chasing the bag and it's like people feel betrayed when it's like i thought i i thought this person or i thought this thing that i liked was very pure and for the people and it was built for me but now it turns out they only care about money and that's not necessarily true right but think I'm, i'm thinking specifically of like dungeons and dragons podcasts where people will be like I love Critical Role, and then they'll find out that they have like 500,000 Patreon subscribers or whatever number, and you're like, oh, they're pulling in a million dollars a month just on that alone. And and it's like, yeah, because they're very popular, and (laughs) the nerdy things that you think are niche aren't that niche. And Mm -hmm. believe it or not, when you have like six people working on a show like and they all need to split up that money it's not actually going like it's not actually that much money but yeah. people but people what i'm saying is people get that reaction when they find out like oh like this person that i thought i like knew well is making money and you're like mad at them but it's like no like they need that money to survive and like you wouldn't be reacting that way if it was you it's like people getting mad at artists for actually asking for a living wage and like commissions not being, oh, I'm, you can do it for exposure. It's like, no, exposure doesn't put food on the table, bud. Yeah. And it's like Troy, you know, he he's driving the, the new truck that he's driving is one that his dad like had to fix. Yeah, it's it. it Troy is not living. Well, a except for his, his rich lawyer mom, means. whom <laughs> we've only guessed about. Yeah, obviously pays for the house and everything. But it's like these all these things they're referencing, like Gabriella mentioning the Italian leather shoes, the new clothes. They don't belong the to him. These are all things No, not at all. He's gonna he has to give them back at the end of the day. It's a uniform. I don't know why I got so angry in this minute, but there was just something about the sudden shift. It just happened. like Gabriella looked a little sad when Chad was like, oh, Troy was... I don't recognize him anymore. Yeah, like, Gabriella didn't experience that. Why is she... Unless, like, Chad had a conversation with her being like, will you talk to Troy about 
whatever's going on, seeing see if there's something wrong. And she just comes out accusing. Troy also missed their cheeseburger lunch date. <laughs> I rolled my eyes, people at home. Because it's like, yeah, he said that in like one scene. And then it was like, we never saw that it didn't happen. I guess he ate a cheeseburger with the basketball man. So he didn't eat one with Gabriella, but it's not like we had a cutaway shot of Gabriella eating alone. Yeah, well, she was eating with Taylor and Chad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she was eating with her friends. <laughs> and yeah, maybe that him having to work instead, because like, I don't know, maybe it's just like the way I think about that division. Troy is still at work right there. Like he doesn't, re- he's not really at a lunch break. He's yeah, he was told to come <laughs> for the country club. Yeah. And I don't know if I have a similar thought process because of how my job works and like when I'm on in public, like if I'm in, out in public in my town, I feel like I'm working to some extent because people know me and I'm representing my organization, even when I'm just like grocery shopping. So Troy is inherently doing that. He's like out. And that's a an issue with nonprofits widely is people not being off even when they're supposed to be quote-unquote off because of the humanitarian nature of the the element that it's you're seen as your organization in some respects and troy is serving as his organization for the for this encounter he had with the basketball men so he was working during their lunch date like gabriella can't it's weird because he's like yeah he's like playing the like the star of the country club like I'm an assistant pro who's going to help out these basketball men, but he's also getting recruited. So it's like a weird double Mm -hmm. thing, which is again, putting a lot of pressure on him. He's kind of being pulled in many different directions and his friends not supporting him is part of the issue. And his dad being like, you know, your friends are the ones who are going to support you. It seems like there's a solution here, (laughs) but we're not, we're definitely not going to get a scene where Jack Bolton talks to the basketball team and says, hey, you need to respect Troy Bolton. I'm not talking about my son. I'm talking about our star player who is earning a lot of credit and you guys have been there to support him. But hey, he's going. He's getting recruited and that's how things are. You want to get recruited, then you put in your own work. Like, Yeah. I mean, he's willingly taking advantage of the attention. Yeah, which is... Which, as a, as a teenager in their summer before their senior year is big. Like they're yeah. taking the initiative, which is what, what you want to see. In this instance, taking advantage does not have a bad connotation. It's acting on an opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. It it just, it all in all, all in all, just I'll another brick in the wall. Feelings, but yes, it feels a bit like character regression for the majority of. It's contrived. The or the, the, yes, it's, Chad being jealous again because Troy is trying something new. <laughs> yeah, and and it's weird because in the last movie we had this whole thing of like, hey, sometimes people need to, you know, make new friends or go into a new area of their life and you can't just like hold people to the one thing that you're used to. And it's it's awkward that they're like you said, it's the mm-hmm. regression of like last movie I learned that you need to try new things and be yourself, but this movie, you're trying something new and being yourself, and I'm jealous again, as you said. Okay. 
If you have thoughts about this, you can share them with us on the Twitter at Amateur Nerds. Or me personally at Tyler Booty, T-Y-L-E-R-B-O-U-D-Y. You can also send your thoughts via email to AmateurNerdsPresent at gmail.com. Yeah, let us know who your favorite, who you think w- would win in uh, a three-on-three of East High versus the University of Albuquerque. Special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden, at Art on Instagram. And our musician, Joe Winslow, whom you can find at joewinslowmusic.com. I've been Condra. And I've been Tyler. And we'll see you next time to find out if Troy really does get in that van and betray his friends. You can bet on it.